At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. I watched the live face reveal of my favorite YouTuber. What I saw will always haunt me. Written by Colt Leisure. I come from a small mining town in Arizona. There is not a lot to do except hike. It was a good but boring area to grow up. Our population was small with little to no crime. My father owned the quarry where a majority of the community's economic strength came from. He left me a sizable inheritance after he passed away. I bought a truck and a house out in the plains with a basketball court and a pool. That was the sole extent of my lavish spending, but it was all I needed. Unless you count pizza. Didn't have many vices to blow my fortune on. Never been an avid party goer, luckily. Like a lot of people my age, one indulgence I did have was watching YouTube. Urban exploration became a most searched category of mine from 2009 on. I became a subscriber of a content creator, an urbex vlogger named Isolation Infinity kept himself anonymous and did not show his face. Used footage of the haunts he went into as captured by the body camera strapped to his chest. His voice's baritone became a signature element of the channel. He traveled all over the world and went to many chilling places. These included vacant hospitals, asylums, morgues, and train stations. He even stumbled upon a murder in progress once. A homeless man had stumped another transient to death in a farmhouse. And he uploaded edited parts of it. This was a controversial decision. And it almost resulted in a lifetime ban for him from the platform. The clips did help law enforcement later on, nonetheless. He was also arrested a few times for trespassing on famous estates. The Houdini Mansion in Los Angeles was one of them. But none of his fans held this against him. We respected him for being willing to get into trouble with the law. In pursuit of the next viral video. Late last year, 
Isolation Infinity announced that he was going to have a live face reveal. It was only going to be for his Patreon supporters. And in case you don't know what that is, that's the people that gave money to his account every month. I contributed funds to it on a monthly basis. I viewed him as a pioneer of his entertainment niche and did not mind sparing a little change. He emailed me and told me that I was one of a dozen allowed to attend the live event. He further stated that it would be in a password-protected chat room. He also promised an exclusive video which would not make it onto the public video lineup. I was more interested in the latter than the former. I never cared what his appearance was since I already had a vision of someone my age in their mid to late 20s. It was hard to convince me that he looked any different from the picture in my mind's eye. Still, I was not going to turn down the chance to find out. Being able to brag to his diehard followers who did not get the chance to experience it would be worth it alone. The night of the scheduled face reveal, I booted up my PC. I kicked back on a lounge chair in the second story of my house which was my entertainment space. It was complete with video game consoles and my beloved Alienware computer. An open bag of peppered jerky and a bottle of ginger ale sat next to my keyboard. I went into my email and the password was in my inbox. I followed the link. It led me to a video of a room with nothing in it but a red wall with a baby blue frame. The caption, Isolation Infinity will be on shortly, rested at the bottom of the screen. I expected a home studio and instead got what appeared to be someone's dingy basement in need of a new coat of paint. What bothered me the most was the sound of heavy machinery whirring in the background. I wrote it off as bad plumbing. A man came into the frame. He was slim and wore a trench coat with maroon buttons on its front. He reached down, grabbed the lens of the camera, and shifted it upward. The familiar voice we had all grown fond of started to count down. Are you ready to see who I am? Isolation Infinity asked. One, two, three, four. At five, he hoisted it upwards and pointed it at his face. I froze. He looked nothing like what I had visualized. He was hairless, emaciated, pale, and had marble black eyes. He reminded me of Werner Cross from the old German 1920 film, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. His mouth hung open and 
tilted to the side as if he did not have control of the movement of his jaw. The most alarming thing to me was not how his features were not flattering. That explained why he valued being off camera for most of his career. What upset me the most in the beginning was how the disparity of his perceived age made me feel lied to. He always told fans he was a young man, like most of his demographic. The individual before me on the screen was in his 50s at the earliest. I've been fantasizing about broadcasting this for a long time. He said as he licked his lips. You have made this possible and so I need to show my appreciation by giving thanks in the most sincere way I know how. He moved the camera to the left and I could not believe what I saw. A woman in her 30s sat on the grimy floor her head down from evident exhaustion. Rusted chains circled her arms. She wore a tattered black top as though someone's knife or nails had left wounds on the portions of her torso. Stains were on her clothes. She had spent some time in the dirt fighting someone or clawing her way out of a soiled embarkment before this. Say something, he ordered her. Tell them that you can't wait to die. The blades of a chainsaw came into view, and its motor revved. She whimpered with pain, and when she tried to murmur something, I saw blood drip from her mouth. I dragged the mouse cursor over to the right-hand side of the screen, to see how many people were in the chat. The answer I received left me weak. No one else was there but me. The others had either left or were never there to begin with. I was too stupid to notice until then. My heartbeat increased as I tried to close the window but I couldn't. The X symbol on the right-hand side was visible, but useless. It was like every virus-infected pop-up, and you could not escape from it. What? Infinity Isolation asked. You don't like it, Mark? Everything I do is to make my most devoted subscribers happy chill ran through me. He knew my name. It took me a second to realize that he had gotten it through my membership to his Patreon. The fact that he was aware of how I was his only viewer worried me. Was I going to be the sole witness to a barbaric act of murder? Calm down, I reassured myself. This is a uh, elaborate prank he's recording right now. He's wearing scary Hollywood makeup and she's an actress. This is all for the sake of getting more views. The chainsaw he has is, is a prop bought off Etsy.com. It has to be. 
Still, my hand inched towards the phone to call 911. The way the woman expressed her misery in the moment was all too convincing. I held my device closer to my ear. I wouldn't do that if I was you, Mark. He stared right at the screen for a moment, his eyes making perfect contact with mine. Can he see me? He lifted the chainsaw above the woman's head. He brought it down with the noise from his throat, which sounded like a cross between a scream and a laugh. <laughs> a fountain of gore spurted out, and the lens got hit with crimson bubbles. He cackled as I unplugged my computer. I carried it downstairs to my car and drove to the nearest police station. I filled out an incident report in an office with a dying lamp and the scowl of a detective facing me. He looked as though he would rather have been anywhere else but at work. For the first two hours there, I had to convince them that I was not a crazy person. They thought I was there to waste their time with the fanciful tale of my correspondence with some creep. I hope it was all a hoax, I said. If this is not real, no one would be happier about it than me. Here's my computer. See if you can trace where he's at in case. It... I gagged before I could complete my thought. The idea of it being authentic was overwhelming. A few days later, I got my computer back. It took about a week before I received a call from someone working on the case. She was a homicide investigator named Samantha Brown. We found the killer was streaming from a bunker in Virginia, she said. It's an old fallout shelter abandoned since the Cold War. He calls himself the I-73 Butcher, since that highway is his preferred route. He uses it as a screen name on the dark web. Infinity Isolation is a serial killer? I asked, feeling a knot in my stomach. No, she said. The real isolation infinity is someone else. This maniac poses as famous people. Uses a combination of tools including voice-altering software and encrypted Wi-Fi. He hacks into their accounts. He gets a thrill out of making complete strangers watch his acts of terror. His tech-savvy ways also allows him to control other people's webcams. And we don't know how many people he has breached. He's on several most wanted lists of different agencies. And we have never found out what he looks like. Because the faces he uses on those terrible live streams are prosthetic. He has maintained stringent anonymity and avoided the news cycle. I'm sorry you saw such torment. The good part is that you turning in your computer helped us at least find out his last known whereabouts. The scene searched and we have some evidence. He's still out there somewhere? For now. 
I went to bed that night with a host of emotions. I felt violated by a complete monster that sabotaged my privacy. Moreover, I felt dumb for getting swindled. I still feel shivers over the fact that he is not apprehended. Word of what happened got to the real isolation infinity, who has of late deleted his entire channel. Many speculated on how victims mistaking him for an insane person perturbed him. Sometimes as I lay my head down and drift off to sleep, I hear a noise by my window. I jump up and think it is a chainsaw. Thus far, it has been a neighbor's lawnmower every time. I sure hope that it stays that way. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I manage my sister's OnlyFans account. Written by Ex-Girl with One Eye X. My sister is a pretty famous cosplayer on OnlyFans. She has a lot of followers, so for privacy reasons, I won't be mentioning her name here. However, I do need some advice, so I'll be using a throwaway account just to get things off my chest. At first, of course I had my second thoughts when she mentioned that she wanted to do cosplays and post them on OnlyFans. However, she is my big sister and I feel like she can make whatever decision she wants. I've never been the controlling type and she herself offered to do it together. I would take her pictures, she would edit them, and I would be managing the account. I'm not gonna lie, she is a bit socially awkward, so we both thought it would be best for her if I did all the communication part for my end. I really don't remember when exactly the account went not safe for work. I think it just came naturally. Her outfits became more revealing and more and more people started to have unconventional requests. And their donations started growing as well. 
The requests were nothing too hectic, regular not safe for work stuff, and she felt okay with sending them the photos. But I did most of the talking. It was really easy since I'm a guy and I knew exactly how to get them hooked and interested. All of them were the same. It was bath water, show me your feet, and that kind of creeps. All of them except for this one subscriber. Because I really couldn't make out what he was up to. He would always text in this overly polite way. With please and could you and such. But the weirdest part was that he was asking me only to text him. He wasn't asking for pictures, videos, or voice messages, or anything like that. Because usually that's what most people ask from the start. In order to confirm that they're definitely talking to a girl and not some weird dude. And all he was asking me was to text him in a certain way. Sure, he had some sick fantasies, but... What made it weird was those role plays were the only thing he was asking me about. And he made very good donations on top of that as well. I wasn't sharing any of the chats to my sister, obviously, because, as I said, she doesn't enjoy the attention in general. Plus, if she knew what kind of weird things most of her subscribers wanted to talk about, it would make everything a lot weirder. She always uses very heavy makeup and wigs, so someone couldn't even recognize her if she was walking down the street without all the extensions, fake lashes, and such. That's why she's able to enjoy her privacy and be quite popular at the same time and get a very high pay as well. I mean, she is able to make up to 10K a month, which is way better than what I would get by working at a local coffee shop. So as you would know me, my sister, and our little dog Bowser, we live a very nice life. Everything was going relatively fine, until one day, she asked me for a favor. Hey, want to do a double cosplay, so you can model with me? Now, this would be a very regular request that I would have accepted, if it weren't for one thing. The character that she wanted me to portray was a girl. Of course, my first reaction was to deny the whole thing. But she basically started crying that it was her dream and that she couldn't ask any of her friends because none of them knew who she was, all that jazz. So in the end, after hours of begging, crying, and drama, I agreed. It was so weird. The makeup, fake lashes, the wig, the world's most uncomfortable costume, spending hours to get the perfect shot. That's when I realized I didn't appreciate my big sis as much as I should have. I'm not going to lie, I literally look like a girl. Plus, I realized through the pictures how much me and my sister actually looked alike. She seemed really excited and happy for the whole project. I guess it felt really good to finally do shoots with someone else. After she edited the pictures, I posted them and went to work. On a little break I had, I decided to finally check the account. That's when things started getting weird. It's nice to finally see you. That was the message that I got from the guy who always asked a text 
and never call. I found this text weird. That's weird. Haven't you seen my older pictures? I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about you. Oh, you like my friend? Come on, I know that's you. I really did not know how to reply to that. I just stood there for a good minute or two contemplating on what to write. And that's when I got a picture. It was me standing in my uniform, looking at my phone. You look so different in person. I quickly looked in the direction where the photo was taken from. But there wasn't anyone there. And that's when the phone made a sound. Over here, silly. You look really cute when you're flustered. There was another picture of me from a completely different angle. And that's when I realized the pictures were taken from outside of the coffee shop. I ran out and looked around, but I couldn't see anyone at that angle. I didn't know how to feel about all of this, and I had no idea how to reply to the text. After barely catching my breath, I heard my manager yell out my name. Going back, the whole time I felt like someone was watching. It was a very morbid feeling. Hanan, someone left this on one of the tables. How did this man know my name? How was that even possible? My manager just handed me a little cup, where our clients usually leave tips for us. There was a small note saying, Hey Anon, I know where you work. I started to feel a bit nauseous. The stalker hadn't simply taken pictures of me from outside, but was in the coffee shop as well. I went for the security cameras and rolled everything back. The table that the note was left on was visible from one of the cameras. At one point, just a few hours ago, I saw a young woman take the chair. Unfortunately, she was sitting with her back to the camera. However, this made me feel very weird. I could swear that I thought the stalker would be a man. I never expected it to be a girl. All I could make out was the black hair. And I saw one of my colleagues approach that table. I grabbed my phone to give them a text about who the woman was. But the phone started ringing all of a sudden. I went into the messages and started to feel nauseous. And it was a picture of our house. With the text message, I know where you live, Anon. My big sister, that was all that was running in my mind. I dialed her phone number and after what felt like an eternity, someone answered. It was a giggle. The voice was for sure a woman's, but definitely not my sister. You are pretty reckless for leaving your bag in a public place like that. And they hung up. I tried to call multiple times, but no one was answering. I went for my bag and found that the keys were missing. All I could do was storm out of the coffee shop 
not even giving my manager a decent answer. The text messages were coming non-stop now from my sister's phone. I'm in your house, Anon. Your sister isn't really all that pretty. I'm way better. Come over and let's play, Anon. Don't call the police or I may have to hurt your sister. And she kept on sending pictures. My room, the living room, my sister's room. And I ran as fast as I could and stormed into the house. And all I could do was yell my sister's name. The silence made me feel nauseous. I ran up to my sister's room. I could feel my stomach turn. Everything was a rack. Her whole room was destroyed. Her clothes and wigs ripped apart. On the mirror everywhere, there were awful things written, like, Die, whore! Anon is mine! I hate you! I'm gonna kill you! You're dead! I started yelling for my sister. And that's when I heard a little squeak from the wardrobe. The thing is that my sister has a little secret door to her wardrobe where she hides some of her personal stuff. You wouldn't even notice it. It's so small. I opened the handle and there she was. My little sister curled up in a ball pressing her fingers to her mouth. Anon, thank God it's you. She kept on yelling that she was going to kill me. She was looking for me everywhere, and I managed to hide in here. She is crazy, I swear. I tried to calm her down, but what she said afterwards was something that made me freeze in place. The worst part is that our dog Bowser, who always barks at strangers, didn't even make a sound. He was playing with her, Anon, and she even took him with her. Bowser always barks at strangers and doesn't let anyone in. You know what that means, right? Whoever she was, she wasn't a stranger. All of this was a huge shock to both of us. Police wasn't able to find anything about it. It was just brushed off like a usual break-in gone wrong. We never found my sister's phone, nor Bowser. We decided to change cities and shut down her OnlyFans account as well. But up to this day, the worst part is that we can't trust anyone. That person could have been any of our friends, acquaintances, and we will never know. I constantly feel like I'm being watched. My sister stopped going out altogether. But I found a job being a waiter, and it's gotten harder and harder to make ends meet. We can't even afford therapy for now. I honestly don't know what to do. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please consider becoming a member of my Patreon page, where you can have access to over 200 episodes with no ads, no promo, no bullshit, just scary stories which you can download or listen to through an exclusive podcast feed. You'll have access to the entire Scarecast catalog, my bedtime story collection, 
and over 40 episodes never before released on the podcast. You can join today by visiting patreon.com slash the scarecast. All information will be posted in the description of this episode. Also, follow my Instagram at the scarecast for podcast updates. As always, be safe out there. And until next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.